Welcome, beautiful, to the Wild Radiance Podcast. We are your hosts, Laura Hennings and Samira Bashout. We are spiritual gangsters, fierce adventurers, and heart-centered entrepreneurs on a mission to set your soul on fire. This podcast is made for modern-day, high-vibe, and multi-passionate women who are determined to live their sexiest and best life. We'll cover all things mindset, wellness, love, entrepreneurship, and much more. You'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to take bold action and leveling up your personal, professional, and spiritual life. Because sky's the limit, honey. Use a queen, and you know that you deserve the best that life has to offer. Now let's get the party started and dive into this week's episode. Oh, hello. Oh, hey. This is episode seven of the Wild Radiance podcast, and today we have a really special episode. It is leveling up your love life with Laura and Flip. So who is Flip? I ain't talking about Flip, okay? I'm talking about soulmate, love of my life, peanut butter to my jelly, spaghetti to my meatballs, the amazing, the regal, Michael Filippone, aka Flip, Big Daddy Flip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hello, thank you, I'm honored to be here. Um, I love that nickname. If you could use that from now on, that'd be great. Big Daddy Flip? Yeah. You do use that. I have used that. So yeah. Permanently. A, permanently. Okay. <laughs> well, we miss you, Samira. Sending you so much love. Samira is taking this week off for some really yummy R&R. She's working on a lot of really creative projects for her clients. Lucky them. Lucky, lucky. But we are holding it down for you, sister, girlfriend. No worries. Cannot wait until we can co-create and collaborate for next week's episode. Yay. Woo, and I'm going to do my best to fill your shoes and bring that same beautiful energy that we all love so much. He just told me he was going to bring the heat. <laughs> Because, the heat. because guess what? It is a super, super spicy episode. It's all about love and calling in your soulmate and hot sex. Woo! <laughs> we'll touch upon that later. But we aren't we ain't afraid. So Flip, tell us a little bit about yourself. Alright, so I'm an East Coast boy originally, but I'm here in sunny San Diego. Um I was in the Marine Corps for six years and then I uh, got out and traveled a little bit, been bouncing around, and finally made my, made my way to sunny San Diego, and I love it here. I'm in love with a beautiful girl that we all know so well, and yeah, he's really in it, it He's really in his element here, and before I moved down here, which was this February, literally right before quarantine, yeah, was which, a little crazy. <laughs> which was definitely crazy, yeah. we were in that limbo phase of should he move to LA or should I move to San Diego? And he's just so happy here. He's a total San Diego boy. And I really saw moving to San Diego as not only taking a massive stand for our relationship, but I just saw it as like a refreshing beginning, like a nice refresher from LA. And it really made me realize this is the real deal. I I never moved for any of my other boyfriends. And so I'm just really happy to be here with you. Me too. And it's been great, Um, especially... Well, it's like kind of a blessing in disguise, the quarantine. We yeah. had a, a rough patch at the beginning, and then we kind of worked through it, and we've actually come out a lot stronger than um, a lot of people have been, had the opportunity to do. Yeah, definitely. In our apartment complex, we could hear other couples like literally screaming, mm-hmm. and it was just, we felt so lucky mm-hmm. that we didn't have, we did go through our bumps, but the whole communication thing Two was, alphas. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that a little later. We are two mega alphas, including Maisie, our lab pit mix. She's an alpha as well, and she's, like, snoring over there, which is cute. 
But we wanted to come on this episode to really get a guy's perspective on love, on what they look for. And for all the ladies out there, this could serve as a huge inspiration maybe into like what you're looking for and we're coming here strong with some of our favorite pointers on calling in manifesting your soulmate and some of the top qualities that we look for in our relationship and that we celebrate so it's all coming from a place of love and guidance and we are here to support you right babe yes i'm really happy to be here uh and dive into this because i've had quite the journey myself um i was single for about five or six years before this relationship there was a couple casual encounters in between uh, but nothing that felt quite this good. So, so I thought we were one of those casual encounters. <laughs> I just got out of a, two relationships. Well, like not back. They were kind of back to back, but I got out of another relationship. So I wasn't sure if this was going to happen, but... I was sure. He was sure. <laughs> yeah. So how did this happen? Uh, just relentless pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> she played hard to get and she lost. No, I actually ended up winning. Yeah, true. So the first the first date we had, he messaged me. It was around Valentine's Day. And he said, I'm going to take you on the best fucking date of your life. And just that energy, I was like, okay, yeah. take me. And I thought it was going to be an evening or even a day. It ended up being a three-day escapade yeah. all throughout LA, <laughs> going to all of these shows, eating these nice fancy dinners, yeah. and just having the time of our lives. And... We knew each other four years before we met from Holy Ship, which is like this... Ship fam. Which is like this rave cruise. <laughs> so we didn't have that awkward phase, who are you? We, we had a mutual relationship because of like our friends and it just was a natural segue into what is now. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. Where was Best our... friends and lovers. BFF and lover. <laughs> so where was our second date? Second date was this uh, small place called Mexico City uh, <laughs> for EDC, which is uh, just a massive music festival. And we went down there for about a week. We got a beautiful Airbnb. We ate. We drank. We laughed. We had hot sex in foreign lands. It was beautiful. <laughs> God. <laughs> yep. So I think the moment I realized, wow, this could actually be the real deal was while we were wearing Lucha Libre masks. Yes, Laura was extremely cute, drunk, chugging a beer, standing up, screaming swears in Spanish along with the locals. <laughs> it was hilarious. We, I knew from that moment on there was, this was something serious. We experimented with the Airbnb experiences. It was this Lucha Libre night with tacos and tequila, and it was flowing. We met all these really cool people around the world, and... He comes up to me. I'm sitting by myself at this table because I see him talking with this other chick. And I was getting a little jealous. It was like this cute blonde girl. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, do I actually, like, really, I'm really down to enter this relationship? And he comes up to me because he saw me alone. And he was just like, I really like you. Like, I want to make this work. I want to make this happen. But I understand where you're at. And really just hearing that, having him honor where I was, honoring my space, it was, it really opened the doors and unleashed the capability and just the way I viewed, wow, this could really work. So he said, what did you say? Uh, something along the lines of, uh, I will wait for you, but not forever, which I meant because I understand that I do bring a lot to the table and well, you understood where I was at too. Well, also that too. But if somebody isn't ready to, to take that step, I've already learned from my mistakes in the past, you don't follow them around and wait for it. So if they don't see the opportunity as 
uh, a gold mine, which I do consider myself, um, then that's fine and you can move on to the next one. But I was also willing to wait a little while because I could see how incredible this one was. <laughs> no, and it's, it's game over from that. And just feeling really grateful about the divine timing of everything. And I, we always hear when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a saying that I wanted to believe wholeheartedly, but I also thought it was bullshit too. And I think it was because either I was jealous that I didn't have that or I just genuinely didn't know that that's a reality. And you've been the first person and hopefully the only person where it's like when you know, you know. And although it wasn't right off the bat, it was just the divine timing of how it sparked and we honored our process. Mm -hmm. I respect how we never tried to rush our process and rather than bulldoze through it, we really just took it a step at a time gracefully and lovingly. Yeah. And from a place of understanding, right? Mm -hmm. That's huge. Exactly. Okay, ladies, we are going to do a ding, 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 (laughs) grill round of three amazing questions. I could probably give you a lot of insight on the mind of a male. All right. Oh, okay, Flip, you ready? Born ready. Always born ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Numero uno. Should I do in Spanish? No, I won't know how to answer it. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right, so number one. Okay, Flip, what do men look for in women when they enter a long-term relationship? And what do you think the difference is if they're like looking for a short-term relationship versus long-term? Like, What are the main qualities? That's short-term? Separate. Like, How short-term are you talking? Like, Just the night? Whatever you want. <laughs> no, for me personally, I can only speak from my own experience. But for the last two years before we started dating, so was it 2017 to 2019, I was really looking for... A relationship and I was striking out with some duds but the two things that I was really looking for was to be respected and appreciated for the attributes that I bring to the table uh, I have an interesting energy um, I know that I know it's special and I know it's great for some people it's not for everybody and that's fine if you're too much for some people those are not your people so acknowledge Word. it and, and move on that's like, one of my like. favorite quotes um, so yeah for me those are the two biggest things, to be respected and appreciated. Because if that's not happening, it's not going to happen. Yep. And that's non-negotiable. Yep. Yeah. yep. Non-negotiables are absolutely huge, yeah. which we're going to dive into a lot later. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. Thank you. Yes. All right. That was easy. Yeah. Yeah. We needed to make them a harder for you. A man who knows you. what he wants. Oh. <laughs> which is very rare these days. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Number two. Who are the types of men that women should avoid and how will you know that you've met them? Who should they avoid? (laughs) This is a tough one. Um, I guess it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're really looking for a long-term relationship, then you're going to want to find somebody who is responsive to you, who appreciates you and respects you and... Maybe not play games. Yeah, no games, straightforward, doesn't take days or weeks to to reply back to you right um yeah yeah just somebody who can see everything that you're you're bringing to the table and if they don't see it go back to question number one and then be on with your day so like the whole cat and mouse game some people really get off by it right they love the chase which i don't know when you're really looking for that one when you're ready and serious games are bullshit Mm -hmm. i think and it's like we have a lot of friends that are doing like the dating thing and they're really into like the the chase the chase and it makes them want the person more but i can tell that the person on the other side of the phone is 
at, is not good for them. Yeah. But, you know, you can't really, like, force someone to understand that. It's sad sometimes because you see good people going after people that you can just tell are just really not right for them. But they that's their type is sometimes there's a disconnect of where they're not getting treated well, but they keep going forward with that person or those people. So... Maybe it can be that. entertainment or for boredom or just having lack of clarity of the type of people they want. Yeah. It's, we're going to get into some really deep topics and it, of course it's not to offend anyone. It's just to really add a raw perspective to what you need to, what you should be doing in order to set yourself up for success in a successful relationship in a blissful relationship. So I love that answer. Thank you. Yes. Last one. All right. Oh my God. What would be your number one piece of advice to give to women who are looking for true love? Number one piece of advice from a male's perspective. Say what you want. If you're interested in a guy and he doesn't seem interested or you're confused, just ask him out for a drink or something. I mean, I would be totally excited if I was single and a beautiful girl was like, hey, do you want to go out for a drink? Hell yeah, let's go out for a drink and then kind of go from there. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there a little bit. Uh, Probably delete your dating apps. Um, I don't know too many people who have had successful relationships from those, but if that works for you, then I yeah. guess that's fine. I always Continue. feel like organic relationships reign, mm-hmm. but of course there are situations where people don't either, they don't have the it time, they're busy, and some people do really end up creating amazing relationships from them, mm-hmm. but it's a preference. For us, it was organic. We really enjoy those organic encounters. And again, it sounds like from your response that men appreciate when a woman's, um, when she takes initiative. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Just don't be afraid. If you have a crush on someone and you know that you're interested in them, put yourself out there a little bit. You don't have to like take initiative and ask them out on a date, but don't be afraid to reach out, shoot a text, invite them for a drink, whatever. So no games. No games. And men aren't mind readers, right? Exactly. This is all about communication and men and women have a tendency to communicate in different ways. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Flip. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate the raw honesty and lovely answers. Okay, we're going to dive into part one, which is calling in your soulmate. So we're going to talk about three of our main points that we love that would be incredible pointers to really manifest and call in that soulmate. So let's do this. Number one, make self-love and respect a priority. Know your worth. Okay, and this can deal with we're talking and emphasizing romantic relationships. So this can also be with friendships, your family, like a love with yourself. This always needs to be a priority, self-love and know your worth. And some people struggle with this and we all struggle with this. We're human, but honoring yourself first and making self-love a priority is a sure way that you will attract your soulmate and it can in turn turn to the relationship that you've always been looking for by harnessing that strong sense of self. Absolutely. Cause when you can tell, you can tell when somebody loves himself, when they exude confidence, it's very sexy as opposed to somebody who is not confident and a little bit quieter. So I find that if you can amplify that confidence and loving yourself, then you'll attract that in turn. Yeah. Like draws like, yes. and we all work on our self-confidence and even some of the most self-confident people They have their days Mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. But I really think you've hit goldmine when you're with a person, your partner, when you have moments where you're not self-confident and they're understanding about that. 
Like, hey babe, I'm having a rough day, I'm feeling low, I'm not feeling like my confident self. And just for them embracing it rather than attacking you with it, which I don't think they should to begin with, it's, you take you take the ups with the downs, right? Yeah, definitely. And the attributes, and you're not, you don't need to pretend to be someone because ultimately you wanna be with someone that can embrace your quirks and I don't wanna say weaknesses, but stuff that you could probably be working on, right? Balance each other out. The yeah. yin and the yang. Yin and yang. I want to mm-hmm. get a tattoo like that. <laughs> okay, you should. Would you be into that? Yeah. Right on my... My nipple. <laughs> my nipple. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yes. Anyways, moving on. I really do believe that an intimate relationship with yourself really translates into an intimate relationship with others. And you shouldn't feel like you need to find a partner that can fill in a void that you have. Because once you come from a place of void... It doesn't feel as authentic, and it really takes two holes, I feel, to make a right. I agree. So we are both, that's, I think, why we work so well, is we've been working on our own self-development for such a long time, and even if we got together a couple months prior, I was working through a lot of deep stuff, and we might not have been the same. We might not have ended up this way, Mm -hmm. because the fact that we've worked together or worked on ourselves for so long, it just created this beautiful cohesion once we were ready. Once the universe saw we were ready. right? Right on schedule. Right? Everything is running right on schedule. And something that Josefina and Samira touched upon in our last episode is, this is literally one of my favorite quotes from it. I, I quoted it. I wrote it down like three times is, they can only meet you at the level you meet yourself. And they, meaning a romantic interest, partner, soulmate, again, they can only meet you at the level you meet yourself. So the level you meet yourself, doing the inner work, having that you connection really before you can blast off into calling in the soulmate of your dreams. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I was actually uh, going to touch on this because uh, when I first separated from the Marine Corps and I was back at home in Massachusetts and uh, for about a year or two after that, I was in a dark place. I was making stupid decisions with my prescription pills because I had back surgery and uh, it was a long process to to work on myself and to get to a point where I was happy and confident and then I started to progress where I was ready to look for um, a serious relationship and then it took me another few years to sift through the duds, <laughs> as I like to call them. <laughs> uh, floozies. Floozies uh, to hit the jackpot here with Thank this you. lovely lady. I, I love that. It's a journey. So yeah. he really went through some dark dark years yoga oh my god yes tell tell us about your yoga journey i Um, love it yeah so i originally started doing yoga because i had back surgery and then i started for the physical benefits but the the mental benefits were exponentially more powerful and literally changed the course of my entire life so aren't you certified in that i am certified i'm a yoga teacher i don't actually teach uh at this point but i mostly did the certification just to deepen my own practice and uh, it actually brought me out here to San Diego. I was on my way to Denver from Massachusetts, and I got an email from the school saying, oh, we're starting a yoga teacher training, and moseyed my way out here, and yeah, you know, it's definitely the way it was supposed to be. San Diego's the shit. Yes. <laughs> well, we are going through, as you said, we are going through that limbo phase. If, if he's going to move to LA, or I'm going to move to San Diego, and we were doing the long distance thing, and this has really just been a breath of fresh air, and mm-hmm. I love that we can share the same love and passion for mindfulness and self-development. Yeah. That has been huge. And I really think that was something that was missing with some of my other relationships 
And just to be able to share that with you is, it's invaluable. It's priceless. So I really love that. Me too. All right. I think we did well. Yeah. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so one, make self-love and self-respect a priority. Know your worth and that. And number two, we have set clear expectations and non-negotiables when visualizing your ideal partner, yet maintain an open mind. So having those non-negotiables, which he said, which was, you want to feel respected and, and appreciated. It, okay. Yeah. So those are his non-negotiables and yet maintain an open mind. So this is going against the whole checklist mentality. I know a lot of women, I was there as well, or maybe even men do this too. They have like a checklist of what the ideal perfect partner needs to be. And unless they fill in, they need to fill in all the boxes to even be considered. Mm -hmm. So what I am urging is for people to keep an open mind, have your non-negotiables set but if, say, you meet someone right off the bat that's not checking off all those boxes, whatever it may be, like tall, blah, uh, six whatever. Feet, six must feet, have a beard. Literally, like, specifics. Okay, if that person doesn't have a beard when you're really craving a beard, but he's, like, an awesome person, I urge you to, like, maybe put that to the side and maintain an open mind, okay? Like, like me. Yeah. She likes to beard the scruff. I don't appreciate it as much. Yeah, but you do it anyways. Yeah, sometimes. Right? <laughs> so some of my strong... Some of my strong non-negotiables for me, which it's actually a lot now that I'm, (laughs) I, I, okay. I have high expectations, but the reason, the reason is because I knew that I didn't want to date any scrubs. Like I wanted to squids scrub. He loves to call them squids, which is so funny. I knew I was ready. I was ready to find someone that I could be with for the rest of my life. And in order to really call in the right person for me, I need to have a, a strong, set of non-negotiables for myself and I would keep an open mind but if I had any feeling that our paths were not aligned that we didn't share the same love for self-development and growth and progression that it was it was a no for me and I really wanted to find someone I could build an empire with I really love the whole like Jay-Z and Beyonce vibe like building an empire right like want to be a power couple I wanted to envision and see that and of course, need to have a strong sense of adventure, be able to travel with me, be financially stable and thriving. And of course, like music festivals and EDM, which is what drew us together. Absolutely. Right? Must like to dance. Yep. Holy shit. That's, yes. that's kind of like our career. And we do have some pretty uh, fiery chemistry on the dance floor. Oh my God. We need to post a video. It's, yeah. It can. It tends to get a little rated X, so we, we need to... We need to figure that out. No, fuck it. We're going to keep running with it. (laughs) But it was actually supposed to be our first Burning Man together this year. And as you know, it's not happening. But we are manifesting that we will go to Burning Man next year. 2021. 2021. Who knows? You're all invited. You're all invited. When we do get married, I do want to have a playa wedding. Have Have you ever seen one? Nope. Oh my gosh, I went to a playa wedding and it's amazing. A lot of people, a lot of burners, they like to have like the real life wedding and then they like to have the playa burning man wedding and it gets really eccentric and crazy and And dusty and dusty. But Mm -hmm. hey, we love the dust. We've talked about burning man three times in the wild radiance podcast. Maybe we should be called the burner podcast. Samira's been right. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We were at the same year in 2016 and we just missed each other. I was taking a very extended disco nap mm-hmm. and we couldn't find each other, but you know, 
So let's get back to this. So I admit that I have really high expectations for finding my ideal partner, but ultimately it was really my way of telling the universe, hey, I'm ready for my partner. It's the concept of being in the receptive mode. And once you really put yourself out there, uh, the universe listens. I feel like that's really how I manifested you. I I was ready. Yeah, I was ready and I was also refusing to settle. Mm, Huge. That was an important one. There was a few situations where the other party, the girl, was more interested in a relationship than I was. And it's also been the other way as well, where I was more interested. Um, lost my train of thought. Ditch the squid. Ditch the squid, yes, exactly. <laughs> what is a squid? Can you a just... squid is just a scrub. I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs again. What's a scrub? No love for me. So a fuckboy. A fuckboy, yeah. Somebody okay. who's not bringing that uh, respect and appreciation, they're ditching you or they're not playing fucking games playing games they're not treating you the right way you're not getting the the love and respect that you know you deserve bye felicia on yeah the next seriously one. no you know your worth ditch the squids i have a lot i know a lot of people personally that love the bad boy type and we all love the bad boy type a little bit it's sexy they're probably good in bed whatever but if you're strictly going for a bad boy type when they keep kicking you to the curb they keep ditching you for another woman whatever it may be or they're just not giving you the love and respect that you're looking for it's time to ditch it yeah you gotta find the balance like for me you know i'll open the door for laura and then i'll slap her ass as she walks by (laughs) you love that one (laughs) yeah it's I love it too. But just letting all of you beautiful women know that it is possible to find the perfect amount of a bad boy with that. As a good boy with a bad boy flair, as I'll say. It is possible. I'll take it. Exactly. All right. Beautiful. Number three, trust that your ideal partner is already out there for you. Okay? Be patient with the process. And as Flip said, don't settle for just anyone. And let... The social clock rule your life. Don't let the social time clock rule your love life decision. So say you're 35 and you're stressing. I haven't found the person for me yet. I know a lot of people, men and women alike, that beat themselves up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They feel like failures because I haven't found anyone and I'm like 30, 35. I'm a nobody. And that just really sets the stage for disappointment. And you can really get in a rut like that. So the whole point is really taking the step forward and trusting the process and trusting that the universe has that, that the soulmate is there for you. And don't settle. Don't settle. That's, we're going to keep. <laughs> that's the key. We're going to keep saying that till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. <laughs> don't settle flip. Don't settle love. <laughs> so this positively benefits you in a twofold manner when you're trusting that your ideal partner is already out there. You are putting faith in the universe and you're trusting your journey. You're really just taking in that present moment. I know someone is out there for me. I'm just going to, I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to crush the pro- my process. I remember when I was younger, even in middle school, elementary school, I, it was so weird. I'm like, I wonder where my future husband is. <laughs> I, I literally, I remember moments in my life from like the age of four to now, well, before I met you, where is my man? I was in Massachusetts. He was in Massachusetts <laughs> in Boston being a punk. No, I'm kidding. Well, I was. Yeah, he was. So look at you now. You're yeah. a dapper gentleman Thriving. now. So even just from the young, a young, I have really young experiences just for somehow knowing that my love was out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's from all the Disney movies I was watching. Yeah, it's probably society cramming all that into your head. No, yeah. but this is good. <laughs> this is coming from a really good place. So 
It benefits you because you're putting faith in the universe and your journey, and then it also releases really intense pressure on yourself, which we touched upon for the social time clock. Like, just because you're a certain age doesn't mean you're a failure that you haven't found love yet. It's just you need to let that person find you or vice versa. You find them and just go for it. Can't obsess over it, though. No. see a lot of people eating themselves up night and day over it. So you do have to learn how to be happy with yourself. And as we touched on earlier, you have to be whole before you can be in a healthy relationship. Yep. And desperation is not sexy. No. No. So... Take a step back. If you find yourself really just obsessing over finding the right person, I urge you to be compassionate with yourself and take a step back. And the more you can work on you, the more I really believe you're inching yourselves closer to finding that ideal person for you. And then you really want to avoid like the whole self-sabotage thing. I have some friends that are always like, why do I attract the assholes? Why is everyone else finding love except me? And... Mm. It's, that's a mindset game in, in and of itself. So you could probably dedicate a whole nother episode to that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But just love yourself. You're fucking gorgeous. You deserve the best man or woman of your dreams. And you're beautiful. And once you can really honor that and take that to heart, it's off to the races. I fully believe that. Me too. Okay. I agree. So perfect. We touched upon calling in your soulmate. And now we're going to dive into some really juicy stuff, the key components to an extraordinary blissful relationship. So this, these are some of the main pillars that really keep us in the game. And we, it's, it's easy. It's like we're balancing flow, the flow of a relationship, but it does take hard work. Right. Right. (laughs) It's definitely not always easy. Uh, but you have to be willing to to put in the work because just because you found your soulmate or the person you want to be with for the rest of your life doesn't mean that it's going to be easy sailing. It's actually harder and more work because you want to be committed to becoming the best version of yourself and growing and evolving with that person. But it's worth it. It's it It doesn't always need to be hard, but when the times get hard, it's really important to have some systems or some understandings in place. So for example, when me and him get in fights, We've pre-agreed that space is key. We don't see it as a weakness. Mm -hmm. We actually see it as a power that we have. We're emotional in the respect that we feel all our emotions. So we feel love very deeply. We feel joy very deeply. We feel anger very deeply. (laughs) Uh, Nothing too crazy, but we're definitely... It's your Italian blood. Yeah. Well, we're some spicy individuals. So we do tend to get a little heated at points and... For us, cooling off with space and letting cooler heads prevail has been uh, the recipe for success. And then also not being afraid to talk about what just happened. Uh, You need to have the hard conversations. Literally, you do. Because if you just let it sift or you sweep it under the rug, it could cause an explosion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? So that's perfect because the number one tip that we have to create and harness an extraordinary and blissful relationship is communication. It is that trust. It establishes that trust. So we, as we said, just having those systems in place when you're having an argument, either having like a safe word or coming to some sort of agreement on the best way to diffuse the situation. So pre-agree that. Also trusting the aligned timing and having a shared trajectory of life is super huge for us in terms of we are really in that process, that building process for our foundations and setting ourselves up for success. Definitely, we're just getting started. Oh, we're just getting started. My Mm -hmm. last relationship, he was happy where he was. 
Like he, I didn't really get the vibe that he wanted larger than life. He didn't really have any massive ambitions and I'm a larger than life person and I know you are too. So the fact that we can bounce off on that synergy and that shared trajectory for crushing life, like literally absolutely destroying it. It's the synergistic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Symbiotic growth. So communication. So men and women have a tendency to communicate differently. Mm-hmm. I think you're a bit of an anomaly, though, because you're really in touch with your emotions and you're not afraid to talk about it. I don't know if you've always been that way, though. No, not, that, <laughs> not even I, close. It took a lot of work, and I actually had some professional help along the way. Um, I had some poor decisions with my prescription pills and some mental health hurdles that I overcame, but... I put in the work, I put in the self-development to, to get where I am because I knew I didn't want to always be the victim and feeling bad for myself and poor me, poor me. Um, so I worked on myself a lot and I've grown through that. And as I mentioned before, yoga was the real key for me. So anybody who's going through a tough time, maybe check out a yoga mat, Yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Oh, yeah. She's a boss. She's gotten us through the quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> So Matt, there's this analogy to men having a cave. I guess you could call it, a lot of men like to have these man caves, which is either their like sports zone, they talk about chicks. Yeah, well I, my mom has a she shed, if you've seen it from, oh. I think it's a State Farm commercial. She has she, a she shed. She has a she shed. But there's this analogy and this metaphor for men having a cave in terms of communication, where rather than talk about their emotions, they actually prefer to retreat. Well, that's because and not talk. it's a societal thing like, oh, it's not cool for, for men to be in tune with their emotions or cry or express yourself. You're just, I don't know, supposed to beat your chest or something. But I wholeheartedly disagree with that. And I'm actually really proud of not having that cave mentality. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but there are a lot of men. It wasn't just that... a natural thing. It came through a lot of work. Yeah. Putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Find a man that does his work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his inner work. Exactly. But no, really, I there are men that would prefer to retreat and have that space. And women, they love talking stuff out. They love talking. Maybe we talk a little too much. Do I talk too much? <laughs> yep. What? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But no, women love to talk. We love to like sometimes gossip, whatever it may be. But men, they like to they like to listen and they like to get to the point. These are coming from studies. I'm not saying, I'm not generalizing, I'm not trying to generalize every guy, but these are from the studies and to give you some insight in terms of when you're talking to a man and you're trying to really solve a problem, it's just saying that in times of distress, if a woman tries to persist or another partner tries to persist, keep talking about it and they just want space, honor that space. Seriously, that's probably the number one thing you can say is honor the space. For the person, for you, whatever it may be. Healthy space is good. I believe I believe that very much. Yep, definitely. When we were having our rough patches in the pandemic, like literally we almost like broke up because it was, well, for, I had the shittiest mindset mm. and we talked about it, but then I was just like, wow, I'm really going down in the darks. And it was a lot of my mindset stuff. We decided to take a, not like a break from each other, like a break in terms of, <laughs> how am I trying to say? She went up north to stay with her mom for a week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not like a break in our relationship, but just right. like a space. A we break need, from living in the same apartment. A break for, from for living in, yeah, yeah, no. And we did that and then we went to Sedona and that really was huge for us. It created some sort of magic and it really made me miss him. I really believe in the power of 
missing someone or creating... Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. What do you think of the love languages? I think they're good. In terms good. of communication like and it. insight. I think it's pretty true. It's spot on. I've taken it a few times and I've always got words of affirmation and I agree with it. Yeah. I like to be told I'm loved. Yeah. So we took that together, I think. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I knew you came from, you felt more words of affirmation as the thing that made you feel loved and appreciated and adored. I really took that to heart. And that's what I really try to do. The first time I took it was, I got... Gifts. Oh my God. She likes stuff. <laughs> Receiving gifts. <laughs> he does really well though. He will text me and say, hey babe, I got us a reservation at Costa Brava. Mm. And then it's Sangria yeah. Sunday. And the fact that he surprised me I, he loves it. He really listens to that, but I think he generally wants to do that, right? Yeah, definitely. That's not because you like to receive gifts. It's because I like to take you out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> but I took it yesterday, and I got words of affirmation, too. So I'm finding that there seems to be a collection. We seem to be a lot of those things. Like, we, we can also be words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, acts of service. We tend to be a combination of all yeah, those. Yeah, I guess I'm all of them because I love yeah. gifts. I like to be touched. Time is good. Acts of service. But the overarching one for us is words of affirmation. So in your relationship, and this can even be with not a romantic partner, if you take this, you'll really have a good insight on how to get to them, how to really show them the appreciation, blah, 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 all that love, love stuff. <laughs> love, love, love. We also, we've also been extra and compared our birth charts. <laughs> Hey, anything from the universe, believing in the stars, whatever we can read that tells us we're fucking up a couple, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a Sagittarius and you're an Aquarius. Aquarius, yeah. Yeah, so he's an air sign and I'm a fire sign. So it said either this, either it's the air that fans the fire's flames and it creates like a wildfire or it can put the fire out. (laughs) But our birth chart was really spot on. It really honed in on the attributes that we have, stuff we need to work on. It even touched upon that we both like to be in control and we're both alphas. So it really helped us give a, get a lot of insight on how to deal with things. So for any partner, even friends, it's awesome to compare birth charts just to see what the stars say. <laughs> what the universe. The universe. The universe. Amazing. Okay. So we touch upon communication, trust, and how to mitigate the different communication differences. And number two, we're going to dive into the concept of conflict resolution, which we've already touched upon this. It's what you should do or what you can do when shit hits the fan, when you guys are in an argument or you feel like you're literally going to explode at that person. For us, space works wonders and it's something that we mutually agree upon and it's a step towards mutual radical growth and understanding. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I don't see it as a, a bad thing. I find, I find it to be a good thing that we realize, Hey, maybe we should just go our separate way for an hour or two and revisit the topic with cooler heads, cooler minds. Yeah. I know when I get angry, it's usually for a short period of time. I don't hold on to grudges. So when you're hungry, I do get hangry and in the car, hangry and in the car and in the car yeah <laughs> i right, tend to be blow up my spot i tend to be a backseat driver mm-hmm. or what is it called that's what it's called i call the backseat driver. backseat driver we do drive both a little crazy yeah that's mm-hmm. okay 
we're fine. But we are definitely both alphas. And that's been a journey in and of itself. Just finding ways that we can both mutually exist under it. And, mm-hmm. oh, another thing about our birth chart is it said that our fusion and dynamics tends to be one of the most productive matches in all of the Zodiac. <laughs> but I can also see how it might backfire. No, I think it's, I think it's working well for us. I think we're fanning each other's flames. Yeah, no, we definitely are. So conflict resolution, put your ego to the side. Mm-hmm. That quote that, star that, smiley face, highlight that. Put your ego aside when you genuinely want to have a effective conflict resolution. If that person is worth it to you, put that ego aside. Don't be so fucking stubborn and hear them out. Come from a place of understanding of love and compromise. And... Pick your battles. You can't yeah. you can't start a fight every time you're you disagree. And also every time your partner states their opinion doesn't mean that it's an argument either. Just because it's a differing opinion, you can disagree and not have a fight about it. I need to work on that, right? Mm-hmm. I really do. I I have a tendency to get really defensive. Yep. And that's what my birth chart tells me too. And that's what my mom tells me too. So. And her boyfriend. And her boy, yeah, my boyfriend. So that's something I'm working on is putting down those walls, putting my ego to the side because he has a really good point is, babe, I'm not trying to fight with you. I'm just trying to have a conversation about it. So you could really take into consideration the tone because you can say one thing, but if you feel like the tone is not matching, that's where I get like in my head about it is you say things, but then I misinterpret the tone as being like aggressive when it's not. It's something we can all work on. That's the whole part of conflict resolution is really stepping outside your ego and dropping into, okay, I need to work on this. Absolutely. Right? I agree. Seeing it as a way to level up. Yes. So amazing. Conflict resolution is huge. Our, ooh, we have two more points. Three is share that continued love for growth individually and together. This is huge. Absolutely. I think. Individually because we need to be two holes and not fill the void, which seems to be the, which is the theme that we are talking about. One of my non-negotiables was if I don't have a partner who's into the same level of self-development and wanting to continue growing and thriving, I don't want I don't want him. Absolutely. I agree. I was in the same boat. Somebody who is just closed-minded and thinks that they're doing perfect just the way they are is not going to be somebody that I'm going to thrive with because I wanted to continually evolve and grow and get better financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, all of the things. Yeah. Just continue to grow and get better. The only objective I have every day is to be better than I was the day before. And I like that you share the same sentiment. Yeah. So we have our own thing going on. We have our own career. We have our own... We we, ha- we share the same friends, but we have our own lives too. Mm-hmm. And we have a great way of merging that together to create our dream life. At the same time, we, we can stay in our lane and give each other the space to do our own things. We're not the type of couple where we have to be with each other 24-7. If he wants to go hang out with the boys for a day, it's like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, again, that space is really huge. Yes, we're both very independent. Yeah, fiercely. (laughs) Fiercely independent. One thing that we started implementing just a couple months ago is the concept of money dates. Yes. 
right? Which we love. Yep, because finance finances can really rip a couple apart, especially if you're not on the same page and wavelength as it. And this last year, we've really went hard in the paint in expanding our knowledge about finances, wealth creation, investing, all of that stuff, budgeting. We just had a money date two, ni- two nights ago. We did. We did? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just said that. Yeah. Yeah, so money dates. Mm-hmm. Really have fun with it. It doesn't have to be a stressful topic or encounter. Have fun with it. We usually like to do it with like a glass of wine. We have Yahtzee to the side of us, which I always kick your ass at. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm the king. Um, the Yahtzee king. No, I win. Mm-hmm. I get more Yahtzees than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh, see, here we go. The competitiveness <laughs> is on air. <laughs> We'll do a YouTube video of us playing Yahtzee. We're going to have to play after this to settle this. Oh, geez. Okay. But yeah, money dates. Money dates are huge for us. So try to find ways that you can grow together and make it fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to take like a salsa class or... Take a salsa class. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Number four. We're going to make it the spiciness invigorate your relationship with a sense of playfulness humor spontaneity adventure and hot sex Woo! hot sex baby (laughs) we are also really weird we're like weirdos yeah we have these like quirks and we have these weird sayings we have our own language so embrace it embrace all those quirks that you have that's what really skyrockets your your relationship absolutely i love the quirks so be playful. Find any way you can be playful and we have really good sex. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. You know what we do? You know what I really like about it is we don't have to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. I've been in relationships where that person, I've literally felt pressured to do it every day. And it's like if I didn't want to do it that day, I felt guilt tripped or something like that. And that's not the way to go about it. We honor it. Mm-hmm. If he's too tired or if I'm too tired... It's okay. No questions asked. Yeah. And this last time, I think we waited like four days before we had it and it was like explosive. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what else do we do that's playful and humorous? Um, all kinds of stuff. Dance in the kitchen while we're cooking dinner or I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Yoga I mean, naked. I didn't, I didn't make a list, but... Yoga naked. Yoga naked. Spontaneous date nights. Yeah. Spontaneous adventures. Like when we first met. Hey, uh, you want to go to EDC Mexico? I'm like, (laughs) oh, hell yes. Send it. So be adventurous in any way possible. You don't want it to be boring. Mm. I literally would rather be batshit crazy in a pretty good way than boring. Mm -hmm. And that's not it. We're in between. We We don't have to worry about either one of those. Awesome. So go ahead and embrace that weird. Embrace your weird. Because if you can't be with someone who doesn't appreciate that, it is a hell no. Mm. You shouldn't have to change yourself for anyone. And that goes with your love life, your career, your friendships, your life vision embrace that weird because that's what's going to really set you up for success that's what's really going to help you blast the fuck off in anything that you do because people can sense when you're being real or fake 
Don't change yourself for anyone. And that has to go, especially with your relationships. Be weird, baby. This has been a really great episode. I've been really happy to do this with you. Me too. Thanks for having me. We weren't really sure how this was going to work. And we did a lot of like test runs before this. And we're just letting it flow. And we're really rooting for you. Yes. Pulling for you. Pulling for you. So don't worry. If you're single, your ideal partner is on its way. It really is. I believe that 100%. And if you're in a relationship right now, no matter where you're at, whether you're dealing with some stuff or you're blissfully happy with that person, still just remember communication and trust are incredible pillars. They should be some non-negotiables for you. And it all starts with you loving you, honoring you, knowing your self-worth, and knowing that you don't need anyone to fill in a void. Because you are whole and it's great if you can find another person that is whole as well. So you can just build that life. You don't need each other. You want each other. Wake up every day. I choose to be with this person today. It's not out of force. It's not out of coerciveness or the social time clock. Just staying with that person just because. Wake up every day and live in alignment in everything you do, but especially your love life. So I really felt that episode six, tapping into the power of pleasure, is really aligned with this episode. And I'm really happy that we are getting more into the love life realm because love makes the world go round. Where would we be without love? Nowhere. Babe, it's been so much fun today and I cannot wait to co-collaborate with Samira for next week. We missing you, loving you. Again, this was episode seven, leveling up your love life with Laura and Flip. Yes, thank you, Samira, for allowing me to sit in for you while you're on some R&R. And wish you guys the best. Love you. We do this chow for now, beautiful soul. Can you do it with me, please? Sure. Because, yeah, you're Samira. That, yeah. Okay. Okay, ready? Absolutely. Three, two, one. Chow, chow for, for now, now, beautiful, beautiful soul. soul. Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Radiance Podcast. We hope that you walked away from this episode feeling wildly inspired and confident to take on the world. It would mean the world to us if we heard from you. Please take a quick minute to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We love hearing your biggest aha moments so that we can continue creating valuable and super fuego content curated just for you. You can also find us on Instagram at Wild Radiance Podcast and hang out with us in our exclusive Facebook group, Wild Radiance Tribe. Ciao for now, beautiful soul.